Good morning, kings and queens, princesses and prince. I'm going to do something a little different today on our series. Um, I'm going to include Reverend David Gatlin in onto the series, but I just wanted to begin with the scripture as the focus as we deal with day two joy the spirit. The scripture reads, "May the joy of may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace." as you trust in him so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the holy spirit now i'm going to turn it over to um reverend david gatlin as to continue on and then i will come back and give you the other part of rise good morning kings and queens princesses and prince God is good. So we we go forward because there was a word that went out. And as the word has the ability to do is to create something very special for us. I like to continue in the thing. Joy. Keep in mind that Reverend Dewana Smith Gatlin is heading this thing. I only want to give it a nugget. The joy of the Lord is my strength. What is joy? Well, you could define it in many ways. Enjoy happiness, fun, satisfaction. But there's something about joy. It is distinguished from all other emotional feelings. There's only one way to attain joy, and that is by God. What are we talking about? When we speak of God, We're talking about the supreme ruler of all heaven and earth. We are talking about something that human beings cannot attain by themselves. We we, we can't can't get joy. There's a lot of things that we can create. It's a lot of things that we can pretend. It's a lot of things that we can do. But one thing we cannot do is provide joy. Joy comes from the Lord. Joy comes from God and God. There's a lot of things that we can do in life. We can buy new cars. We can buy new houses. We can buy new clothes. We can get prestigious jobs. 
we can gain power into the world. But one thing we cannot do, we cannot create joy. Joy only comes from the law. The joy of the law is maestro, and that's why it's so strong. Yeah, there's a lot of things that can make you happy. You can get the job you want and be happy. You can buy the car you want and be happy. You can get the house, the dream house, as they say, and make you happy. Those are temporal, which means that only for a period of time. But there's something about the joy of the Lord. You can't buy it. There's no price tag on it. It only comes from God. It's the joy of the Lord. The only way you can receive it, you have to get it from way down inside. It's the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is my strength. It will keep me happy when times are sad. It, it, it keeps me up when everything else is down. It gives me light when darkness is in my face. Where should I go? Escape the presence of the Lord. If I sin to the highest mountains, my God is there. Hey, if I make my bed in hell, God is there. I'm so glad. Jesus lifted me. I'm so glad that he picked me up. I'm so glad that that he turned me around. I'm so glad I once was lost in sin. Far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within, sinking to rise no more. But the master from the sea heard my despairing cry. From the waters lifted me. Now say to my, it's that love, that joy, that peace, that comfort. That God gives us love lifted me when nothing else will help. Peace, love, and joy. Just wanted to give a little nugget and I'll turn it back over. Thank you, Reverend Gatlin, for that extension on the second day of joy, the second fruit of the Spirit. I want to continue on with our series and um, just bear with me just a minute so that I can get myself together.
Okay. In this day two series, Joy the Second Fruit of the Spirit, as we continue on, Joy, let's look at Joy. But as we look at joy, let's look at the distortions of joy. That is, those things that joy is not, as we think that it is. It's a blessing for us all to be here. And there's joy with that, that we're still here. Can you feel joy with this? You should. Keep looking in the mirror towards God's grace, because we are still here. That is great joy to have. Put yourself in place to be and do better. There's joy in that. Just to be able to say that I am here now. There's joy in that. Telling God thank you. There's joy in that. He gives us complete peace when turbulence come. There's joy in that. So in other words, what I want to say to have joy, you need to just say welcome to life. With this, we can begin anew. So let the fruit of the Spirit into your, into your total being. And let go of the raggedy self of you. Get out of your own way. We must recognize that like love, joy does not abuse. Joy is not counterfeit, period. So on the real, joy is contented around holistic parameters of the divine nature. Joy, let me say it again, is contented around holistic parameters of the divine nature. Let's say, when you look at distorted love, on the other hand, its only goal is sinful. And its outcome, which is very critical, is to kill, steal, and to destroy so that, lie, so that the lie can prevail. It's only sinful, lustful desires parading as joy, causing momentary delight, even as it poisons one's soul. So, our first rule for spotting counterfeit joy that we think is real joy is this true love can only be found within the bounds of God's law and counterfeit joy has none of this so my question to you today and you can just think about it and ponder on it and just consider it can you distinguish between the various distortions of fake joy? They come off as the real thing. However, it's fleeting. They're either fake, fickle, or fading. Let me give you some examples about counterfeit joy or fake joy, fickle joy. Fake joy is the joy people take in sin. The bait on the hook of the temptation. It was the joy of sexual conquest that led David to commit adultery with Bathsheba. And the joy of getting away with it that led him to have her husband killed. That's crazy. If you want to reference that, go to 2 Samuel chapter 11. 
Now this fake joy and its hollow allure make sin possible and repeatable. Fake joy is no real joy. With that said, let's go a little it more inward to distorted joy. Remember, it's the Antichrist. The second king, the I'm sorry, the second kind of joy is fickle joy. Fickle joy is delight contingent on circumstances. When life is going well, happiness abounds and God's near, nearness is assumed. When life is doomed, depression and darkness, fickle joy is nowhere to be found and God must be far, far away. Let me tell it to you in this way that I learned when I became a chaplain. Um, why do bad things happen to good people? And that, just that question alone blew my mind. But this is what we're talking about. It must be something wrong, wrong with you. You can't have joy. While true joy resides in both pleasant and terrible circumstances, circumstances can also mask true joy, especially in suffering. So fickle joy is just that. It's fickle and fair weather. And so that brings me to the second rule. Circumstances can neither produce nor distract from true joy. Let's talk about this other third type of fake joy. It's called fading joy. This type of joy rooted in God's common grace to all men. If you are a human being, regardless of your spiritual state, God has blessed you. Remember that. If you're a man, a human being, regardless of your spiritual state, state God has blessed you I can reference that to Matthew chapter 5 verse 45 and those blessings call forth joy as a response to God's gracious blessing these blessings include a variety of things such as talents our family possessions our health achievements the beauty of a sunrise and even lessons learned through difficult trials. This is a true joy present in all circumstances experienced by all. <laughs> Nevertheless, it is a fading joy. It is fading because this world and all the goodness it has to offer are not all that there is. If you gain the world and have not God, you have absolutely nothing. And so we have our third rule. The best this world has to offer is just fading joy. Let us all find joy, the fruit of the Spirit, as it is the truest type of joy 
that is forever joy. So named because it is a joy that comes from and is directed back toward the eternal God. A joy that is the unique possession of Christians. This joy is the delight that God has in himself, in his creation, and in his redemptive mission. It is only through faith in Jesus that you and me as a Christian come to share in and experience this kind of joy. As we all glorify God, we will share in the delight he has in himself. So as you look over creation, you'll see it not only as beautiful, but as revealing the beauty of God and his creator. When we reflect on our salvation, our joyful revel in the electing grace of God toward us, undeserved and rich. It is this joy that is the Christian's possession and in suffering and prosperity in this life and the next through Jesus Christ our Lord. And this then is our last rule that I want you to think about. True lasting joy can only be found only with God in Christ. So again, you're not you've you've now seen counterfeit superficial joy and the real things side by side. You've picked up four different types of rules to serve as you examine your life. I'm asking you to not settle for cheap, forged joy. I want us all to continue to press on to lay hold of true, deep joy. I hope this message reaches you well and it speaks to your spirit. And may you have a blessed and beautiful day. Tell someone you love them and really mean it. God bless.